Discover personally how the word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Apostle E.A. Ajay. Apostle E.A. Ajay is the founder and pastor of Devotional Life Church. He is also the founder of the Jesus the Answer campaign and an author of several best-selling books. Devotional Life Church is a vibrant church with people full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to E.A. Ajay. Once again, I welcome all of you to today's service that we've dubbed Feed My, Se Feed My Sheep service. Amen. Amen. Today to us who have come, you'll be blessed. Amen. Today to you will be the same. Hallelujah. You will not remain the same Amen. as you have come. Amen. Your coming will be your advantage. Amen. Amen. For it is your advantage. Yes. Someone give the Lord a clap offering. God is good all the, time. all the time. God is good. Wow, God is good. Amen. Indeed, He is a good God. Amen. Amen. He has made the impossible works possible. possible. Amen. Amen. We thank God. Um, last week we started looking at the subject of love. Amen. Mm. So last week um, we saw from the Bible, from the scriptures. Um, what love actually what means we spend time to define love amen and we saw also from the scriptures that love is the ultimate amen mm -hmm. that the ultimate in the spirit and in world and with god is what love amen, amen. and we also saw from the scriptures that love is what powerful mm -hmm. it's a very powerful force amen. amen and we also saw in the bible that it is a command we've been commanded to love one another amen and last week i did explain that we are talking about bradley what love we are not talking about um, erotic love amen mm -hmm. we are talking about philly agape we are not talking about eros amen mm -hmm. so we are talking about blood brotherly what love and this brotherly love um we saw from the Bible that it is the basics mm -hmm. of all kinds and forms of what? Love. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Um, many a times, especially in marriage or in relationship, we come across people and we want the people to love us. And especially in marriage, many a times when one partner is not working in love, we are praying that they should love us. They, sh they should love us. Mm -hmm. That prayer per se is not a bad prayer. Amen. But in addition to that prayer, you must pray that the person should have love. You see, if a person does not have love, they can never give love. If people don't love themselves, they cannot what? Love you. Before they can love, they must first love what? Themselves. So likewise, with us too, before we can love and truly love, we must love ourselves mm -hmm. because you can never love someone more than yourself. Mm -hmm. it, it is hypocritical to think that you love someone more than yourself or then it will be foolish. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Amen. I'm just saying this to say that so as the word of God is coming forth as I'm speaking, don't think of people loving you. Think of you loving yourself and you loving others. 
whether people will love or not is up to them you don't really have effect on that except through prayer so think of yourself that you will be filled with love that you will love yourself that you will love one another amen, amen. i remember last week when we read a scripture i said because it's a command it means it also has got to do with our choice and our will God, whenever God commands something, it means the power rests in your hand mm. to be. Anything that the power does not rest in your hand to be, God will not command you to do it. Amen. Mm. So it means that we can all laugh. It is a choice, whether we are aware of it or what, mm. unaware of it. Amen. So we are going to continue on that same what, note. Amen. Mm. But let's go back to our, our first scripture last week. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4 to 7, which define love. Amen. Which define this brotherly word, love. Because many people do not have this word, brotherly word, love. Uh, because many don't really understand it. Many don't understand what love is. Many confuse love with other things. You see, and half truth is as bad as the lie. Half truth is as dangerous and damaging as the lie. Amen. Amen. So to you really know the truth, you understand what it is. It might even be confusing mm. to walk in it. So let's look back at the definition of love. First Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4 to 7. Please read it for us. Hallelujah. First Amen. Corinthians 13, 4 to 7. Mm -hmm. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Amen. Amen. So, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4 to 6, told us what love is. Amen. And it says, love, love. Is what mm. patient love is kind mm. amen. amen love protect love trust love hope love perseveres love rejoices with the truth amen, amen. love does not envy love does not boast amen. amen not proud does not dishonor love is not self-seeking amen love does not easily what angered amen love keeps no record of wrong mm. does not delight in what evil amen, amen. amen. Read the King James too, amen. Because some of us are using King James, amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. First Corinthians chapter um, 13, verse 4 to 7. Mm -hmm. Charity satra, um, sorry, charity suffered long and is kind. Mm -hmm. Charity envied not. Mm -hmm. Charity um, vaunted not itself, is not um, puffed up that not believe itself unseemingly, seeketh not her own, is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil, rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in the truth, beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, and endureth all things. Amen. Amen. So that's the King James Version, what? For us. Amen. Amen. So the King James Version is also much clearer. Amen. Amen. Uh, those of us that use King James. So it said, what is love? He said, love is what? Patient. Mm -hmm. Love is patient. Amen. Amen. So to be patient means to be what? Mm -hmm. To be able to wait. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. 
love is patient the opposite of patient is intolerant so it means that to love a person is to be able to tolerate the person you see anything that is pleasing and acceptable to you you don't need to do anything to tolerate it you like it but it is that nonsense that irresponsibility that some weakness mm -hmm. that you don't want to tolerate yeah. but if you love someone amen amen you have to be what patient mm. and the push opposite of patient is what mm. intolerant isn't it yes. meaning to love is to be patient it means you must tolerate you don't have to be intolerant mm. so he didn't say love means join the person no the scriptures we read defining I didn't say that love means agreement no you don't need to agree with someone or the fact that you don't agree with someone does not mean you don't love them mm. we are to disagree even two people when they get to the shop and they are going to buy rice they can begin to disagree one will say I like long green rice that one will say I like basmati rice it doesn't oh no let's buy it doesn't mean they don't love each other mm. So argument doesn't mean you don't love each other. In fact, it's a sign that you are healthy. It's a sign that you, the both of you have choice. It's a sign that both of you can influence one. Because in a relationship, you must be able to influence one another. That is why if one is going astray or wrong, you must be able to correct them. Amen. So love is what? Patient. Meaning what? Tolerable. Amen. To love a person doesn't mean join them. No, you don't need to join a person to love them. Amen. But love is kind. The opposite of kind is what? Cruel. So it means if you love someone, you will not become cruel towards what? The person. You rather become kind towards the person. So if you are, you are walking in unkindness, it means you are not walking is what? Love. You have to be kind. You see? You have to be kind. Kindness doesn't mean give no of course giving is a form of what mm. kindness but kindness means that don't be cruel mm. don't be cruel mm. that's what it means <clears throat> be kind so love means what kindness and it said love what mm. protect protect means it doesn't attack the opposite of protect is attack so to love someone means to protect the person but not to attack the person you know the weakness of the person and you are using the weakness you are attacking the person when you accuse people you are attacking them you must rather protect them protect their weakness you know people have weakness i'm not talking about sin when you are living in sin sin is not a weakness weakness are maybe certain habits or certain flaws Amen. But love don't bring that up. It rather what? Protect the person. So love doesn't mean follow the wrong person. It means protect the good person from the wrong person. Because we read that love does not what? Uh, we read from the scripture that love does not what? Delight in what? Evil. So protection doesn't mean protect the evil one, but protect the good one. Protect the one who is in right. Even if that one is your enemy and the evil one is your child, you are to protect. Because love does not delight in what? Evil. So it means that when you delight in evil, when you are happy whenever you hear evil, when anything that is evil, you get involved, you support, that is not love. 
Rebellion is evil. Uh, unfaithfulness is uh, evil. Disloyalty is evil. Manipulation is evil. When you have your own agenda, it is evil. You are not working in love. Because Bible says love is not self-seeking. We read it. So when you are, you are self-seeking, that is not love. When you are manipulative, that is not love. When we all say we are going, but you have another agenda on your own for going, that is not love. You are self-seeking your own. You don't care about anyone. But love is not self-seeking. Please, I understand. I want us to really get what this love is. Amen. It didn't say love means don't take anything for you or give all that you have. It never said to. But it said don't be self-seeking. Otherwise, do not be what? Selfish. Please, are we getting it? Yes. And it said love rejoices with the truth. Meaning love, opposite of truth, is what? Lies. So it rejoices. It means you are always happy with the truth. You always recommend the truth. When you choose lies, you are not walking in life. Whenever you lie against anybody, that is hatred. Because love does rejoices with the truth. The opposite of truth is like meaning love will not what lie. Because in fact, lies are evil. Lies are of Satan. Bible says Satan. The father of all oh, what? lies. Yes. So you, if you cannot say the truth, be quiet. But don't lie. Because whenever you lie, you are deceiving someone. That's the who is the deceiver? Yes. Satan. You are also defaming someone. Because if the lie has got to do with someone, and that is no love. You, if you didn't come to the church, if you didn't come to the service, the service. Don't say, "Oh, I was sick." Don't don't lie. That was sick. Just, just say, I couldn't come. It's good enough. You, you understand? Love doesn't lie. Lies is a sign. When you are walking in love, a lie, it means you are not walking in what? Love. I didn't say it. He said, it rejoices with the truth. So people who don't rejoice with the truth, even at your expense, you must rejoice with the truth. Because it is the truth that will set you and people free. It is the truth that we always stand. It is the truth mm -hmm. that we can do nothing what against. And say love does not what envy. It means not the opposite of enviness is to be content. Amen. To be generous. Mm -hmm. So it means that when you love, when you are working in love, you will not envy what people have. You will be content with what you have, and you will be happy for what the people have. Mm -hmm. Because it opposite of envyness also is generosity. So when you hear Christians speaking negative and about people, office, gifts, finances, riches, prosperity in the envious way, that is hatred. That is not love. Beating someone is not hatred. Punishing someone is not hatred. In fact, there's a scripture that says, if God loves you, he punishes those he loves. In fact, it is the love that will provoke you to correct the person by punishment, by discipline. So, hello, okay, okay. That is not love. That is not love. When you say everything, oh, it doesn't matter. That is not love. Many a time, that is evil, evil, because what you are doing is, if the thing is evil, you are encouraging it. And that is not what love, because love delights in what? good does not delight in what evil please you understand want us to really understand and he went on to say that 
Love does not <coughs> boast. Amen. The opposite of boasting is plainness. What is boasting? Speaking arrogantly, proudly, and full of yourself. So people who are loved, who have love, who work in love, they are plain. And now this world doesn't like plainness. This world likes everything to be sugar-coated. Doesn't want us to call a thief a thief. Doesn't want us to call stealing, stealing. And if anyone who is not plain, that is not love, it doesn't have love. Because the opposite of boasting is plainness. So if love does not boast, it means that love does the opposite of boast, meaning it speaks, act, and work in plainness. No gimmicks, no manipulation, no flattery, no sugarcoating, no pretending. That is plainness. I don't need to be as I'm a big man. No, that is not love. I don't need to boast. I need to be plain. Ordinary person. Ordinary. That is love. So flattery is not love. When somebody loves you, will not try to let you know and understand that he's better, bigger, greater than you. That is boasting. That he has than you. That he's better than you. Of course, they are bigger, better. But if people try to, then it, it's not love. It's not working in what? Love. Praise the Lord Jesus. So he went on to say that love does not easily what anger, meaning love does not get angry easily. If you get angry easily, you don't have love and you are not working in love. Because of that thing he said, that attitude small, you are annoyed with the person. That is not love. No, he didn't say you don't get angry. Because in life, you will get angry, and you must get angry. Because there are things, until you are angry about it, you cannot deal with it. Yeah. And if these things are bad and wicked things, you need to be angry to deal with it. But I said, that's not easily anger. Meaning, any small thing, you don't get angry. Yeah. And it's sad, many Christians don't, don't realize that, that they are not working love. They don't have this love. Because anything, they get angry. Any slight thing. But that is not love. That is not mm -hmm. love. It's a love does not keep records of what? Wrongs. Wrongs. Yeah. We all make mistakes. We will all wrong each other. In fact, the closer you are, the more you are, the more you will disappoint each other, the more you what? wrong each other. But the Bible says, if your brother wronged you and you cannot... Uh, forgive him and override. He said, go and tell your brother what, what mm -hmm. he's done to you. If you repent, forgive me. He didn't say, keep records of the wrong. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. He said, love does not delight in evil, mm -hmm. but it delights in what? Righteousness. He said, love uh, hopes, love trusts. To trust means to be what? Uh, 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 the opposite of trust is to uh, is being skeptical, amen. So, if you are skeptic about everything, your husband is with you, your boyfriend is with you. He goes to work, he come home. You are skeptical. You don't trust. You are, you are trying to find out, trying to find out that you don't have love. Believe it. If there's something, you see it. Because love, trust. Many Christians don't trust. You don't trust your pastor. Your pastor hasn't done anything wrong, but you're skeptical about your pastor. Amen. You don't. You are not working in love. Pastor's been skeptical about members. You are not working in love. 
you don't realize it. If God is God, believe it. If you need, if there's something to show you, and even by wisdom and observation, you will know it. Because love trusts. Amen. So when we talk about love, this love we are talking about, this love that we have been commanded to obey, to follow, to walk in it, to love one another, to give one another, it's not to, uh, it's not to be manipulated. It's not to say yes to anything. This love is saying yes to everything. No. It's not to say no to everything. Mm -hmm. It's not to give you all. It's not to. It's not to be foolish. Did he say to be foolish? Mm -hmm. It's not to take action. But I said this love, this love to love. We've been commanded to be patient with one another, mm -hmm. to trust one another, not to boast to one or among us. That is love. We've been commanded to protect one another. We've been commanded. To rejoice in what good things, not to like what evil, not to envy. That is the command. But to be content, not to be self-seeking, not to say me there, I just go to my church and come. No, the church is made up of people, human beings. When something happens to you and we all say, or the church say you just go and come, so we three, you're on your own. Will you be happy? No. But you must be aware that the others in the church, your action, your behavior, your talking affect them. There are others in the house. There are others in the office. There are others in the house. There are others connected to you that the way you behave, the way you do things, your attitude, everything has a direct effect on them. That is, love is not self-seeking, meaning be considerate. Whatever you do about the effect it could have on others. This is what we've been commanded. This is what this love is. This feeling, this agape, this is what this brotherly love is. So we are not talking about sex here. We are not talking about feeling here. When we say we love you, when you, whenever I should tell you I love you, this is what I mean. And I will tell you, because I'm praying that I will grow, that I'll be able to look inside the eyes of females and I'll say, sister, I love you. Give me a heart. Yes. Because I want to grow to that level of love. Because when I was in a teenager, when I was a young guy, when I was pure, when the world hasn't corrupted me, when I see my friends, female, we hug, we hug each other. When I see a group of four, uh, four females, we, I hug all of them, all my friends, we hug each other. No evil thought occurred to us. We love each other. When we don't have money, we honestly say we don't have money, and females will give our money. When they don't have money, they sit and we give them. And I want to go back because love is pure. Bible says, give one other, give one other a kiss on the cheek. We cannot even hold one another to dream of giving one another a cheek. Because we've allowed the accuser to accuse us. Amen. So I'm just saying this is the love. This is the love we are talking about. This is the brotherly love that I can put my hand in my brother's neck as I'm standing, or my sister's neck as I'm standing. This is the love we are talking about. Praise the Lord Jesus. Someone give the Lord a clap offering. Because we need to understand this love. We need to really understand. The reason why many are not able to walk in love is they do not understand. Love does not mean join them. No, you can't join everyone. The love does not mean belong to them. You cannot belong to everyone. But love means that whatever you join, whatever you join, protect it. Do not seek yourself. Seek all the teams 
what is good for them. Trust them. That is what love is. It's that simple. Amen. Please, are we getting it? Love means be patient. Love, he said, there's a one say, love perseveres. Amen. So to persevere means to endure, to continue. You see? To continue. To continue. That is what love is. Bible says love honors, isn't it? So to love is to honor, and to honor is to respect, because say love does not dishonor. So love is to respect. You see, when you don't respect people, you see, you don't have love. You are not working in love. Because one of the main you dishonor people is disrespect. Oh, yes. You see, when you love a person, love, say, love does not dishonor. So if love does not dishonor, it means love what? Honest or the opposite of this honor is what respect mean love respect you respect people's boundary you don't get offended for for people because the people have a boundary that you don't agree it's not about you you see you respect when you go into someone's house you respect that this is their house this is how they like it when you go to someone's house, respect that it is in their power when someone is in office at the church someone is ministry you must respect the bible says give honor to who honor is so you must respect your children you must respect your partner respect is so basic and fundamental but we don't have it but if you don't respect you don't have love because disrespect brings dishonor the only reason people get offended when they are disrespected is because they feel this what honored. But it's a love that's not dishonor. People call you, you don't call back. That is disrespect. That is dishonor. That is not love. Because even if your child calls you, you call back to find out why he or she. People send you a test. I'm not talking about broadcasting tests, like personal tests. And you don't get the courtesy. You know, just to reply back, you ignore. That is not love. Because that is disrespect. That is dishonor. But see, when you love somebody, you honor the person. Honor does, it didn't say you bow down. It didn't say you salute. Honor means don't, don't disrespect. It's that simple. Don't disrespect. That's why in the church, we call people by sister, brother. It's because indeed, in the church, we are brethren. We are a family. So we are brothers and what? Sisters. So we have been commanded to love one another, to love them with this brotherly love, not to have sex with them, not to abuse them, not to take advantage of them. But when the Bible talks about love, this is what the Bible is talking about. And I'm here to tell you with all my heart that this love, it is only a witch or wizard or Satan or demonic people or mad people who will not like this thing? Who will not like this thing? I'm telling you, even when you are not even a Christian, you must like these things. Because even I know people who are not Christians, who these are the things they want. So this is love. This is love. When you love, you are plain. You don't manipulate. You don't have any agenda outside the official agenda. Mm -hmm. Praise the Lord Jesus. Bless. Amen. Amen. So look at what the scripture said. Amen. We are continuing from where we left off. So I remember last week, one of our last scripture, or our last scripture was that we've been commanded, amen, yeah. to love what? 
one another. I said, a new command I give unto you. Another place said, I give you no new command. Another place, he said, you already know that you've been commanded to what? Love one what? Another. Amen. So we are continuing on that place. The next thing I want to show you, you see, when it comes to this love I'm talking about, that God, God is love. God is not like love. He is love. And I, I will be honest with you with the depth of my heart. I'll be honest with you. Your measure of love you have and you walk in shows how well you know God. Now, how well you know God is not determined by your anointing. It is not determined by the spiritual gift you have. It's not determined by how long you have become a Christian or how long you've been in church. It is determined by the love you have and the love you walk in. In fact, the love you walk in shows the love you have. You can never have love and not walk in love. Because all this thing we read that is love is attitude. It is behavior. Amen. You see, the gift of the Holy Spirit, the visions, the, 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 the dream, uh, the word of knowledge, word of wisdom, prophecy, healing, working of miracles, they are what? Gift. Gift means you did not achieve it. It was given to you. It's a gift. Bible was, is clear on it. It said, he gave us the gift as he desired. When God gave me the gift of teaching, I was living in sin. I was a sinner when he gave me the gift of teaching. I remember, I remember clearly because I go to church. My first day in church, the, my first day in church, the second day, the first day in church, the prophet, my pastor in the Lord, my father in the Lord, who is my pastor, said to me, God has given me the gift of teaching. Come and stop teaching. The next day I was there to teach. Right after the teaching, I went back to my pub and I was with my customers, drinking, smoking, everything. But I see, it was a gift. He has called me, and through that, he reformed me. Amen. So it's a gift. I know a friend. He became born again today, and God gave him the gift of word of knowledge. When we pray, he was from Catholic. He didn't even know how to pray. He sees visions, sees things. And he doesn't even understand. He will say it, and we have to interpret. Because it's a gift. It's a gift. So it doesn't determine your maturity. An office, which is like a pastor, it is God who calls you and chooses you. Amen. But it is the fruit of the Spirit. But that's not what, which shows your maturity. And the love you have, that shows that you truly know God or you don't know God. It is not the scriptures that shows. Because in fact, the, the part of when you, you do, when you, you go to the school of witchcraft, may some of you don't know, there's even a school of witchcraft in this country. That when good, they will teach you witchcraft. You said witch, being a witch is a craft. So they teach you. They teach you how to cast spells. They teach you how to be involved in extra projection. Actual projection is you stand, they teach you the rituals, the demons you call that they take your spirit. So I'm here, but my spirit will come to your house and come back. That is astral projection, the ability to separate my spirit from my body. And use my spirit to move. So they teach you, and part of it is to teach you witches and teach you the Bible. 
they teach you the Bible in order that you can use the Bible, you can twist it like the serpent two tongues to manipulate and deceive people. So knowing the word eh, means nothing. It is doing the word. The essence of knowing the word is to do in the word. So what shows that you really know God? You really know God and that you are in God and God is in you. It is love. The measure of love you walk in. And it is only love. I know people. Okay, let's leave that for now. It is only love. So to know that someone really know God and it's in God, and God is in the person, is the love the person is walking in. And the love the person is walking in is the love that the person what? Has. Because love is not self-seeking. You cannot love and seek only you. Yours, what is good for you, your benefit, what you want. Whenever you are in a team or it has got to do with others. When that happens, that's when we begin to be like animals and war zone. That is when there is strife. That is when there's fighting, all sorts of things. But let me show it for you, to you as usual, that love, your measure of love, shows that you know God or not. Amen. Amen. First John chapter 4, verse 7 to 8. First John chapter 4, verse 7 to 8. So even this should make you the subject of love to be very important to you. Amen. Amen. First John chapter 4, verse 7 to 8. Hallelujah. Love and God. Mm -hmm. First John chapter 4, verse 7 to 8. Mm -hmm. Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, because God is love. Amen. Amen. So this scripture is powerful. We say, brethren, listen. He said, love, let us love one what? Another. another. Yeah. And he said, this love, we are to love one another. He said, this love, note, come from God. Yeah. This love is from God. And he went on to say, this love is not only from God, but this love is God. Yeah. So he said, if you love, then you know what? God. He said, anyone who love has been born of God. Meaning now you are a child of God. And he said, anyone who does not love does not know what? God. So what shows that you are a child of God? What shows that you know God? Is this love? It's clear there. What shows that I am, my patient with people? That anything I do, I don't seek myself. I don't take thousand pounds offering for myself and I have an assistant pastor and I don't give the assistant pastor anything because I need the money to eat. But what about him? Doesn't he also need money to eat? Love is not self-seeking. I don't think that me, I have the right to have other women, but my wife does not have the right to have other women. If I have the right, she has the right because love is self-seeking. So love is not self-seeking. And he said, this love, if you have this, then you know God. If you are not this, if you don't want this, then you do not know God. And he said, because of this, we are to walk with what? One another. And he said, this is how God is. So if you want to know God, look at this. God is patient. God is kind. We are, 
I could have, I can give you scripture and everything that says direct that God is patient, God is kind. Amen. And God is slow to punish him, which is God persevered. So what we don't know that God even endured. God doesn't think of himself. So when people say I'm suffering because of God, I don't understand. <laughs> yes, we sacrifice for God, but we don't suffer because of God. Because God don't want you to suffer because he does not suffer. God is not self-seeking. God will not ask you to do anything that will destroy you because he's not self-seeking. You are not Christ. Christ has paid the price already. So when you are walking in evil and you say, God, God, no. God does not rejoice in evil because God is love. You see? So when you are living in evil and you say, God, God, where you are, no, 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 no. The gift, the manifestation of power, demonstration of power does not necessarily mean that the person knows God because even the devils do that. When you read Revelation, you say they were given, Satan gave them much power. And by their power, they perform many signs and wonders. When you read Genesis, when uh, Moses went to perform miracles, mm -hmm. the prophet of Pharaoh, which are satanic, they also perform. Yeah. Amen. So God is love. And love comes from God. And it is love that determines that you know God. And that you are in God. It means Satan doesn't have love. And I'm here to tell you, love is the only thing that Satan don't have, that demons don't have. This love is the only thing that Satan cannot give. This love is the only thing that God gives. I'm telling you the truth. Satan cannot love. Because love is what? God. Please, are we getting it? Yes. He can, you see, Satan can give you car. Yes, he can give you car. Satan can give marriages. He gives marriages. In fact, you don't even need Satan to have marriage or car. All things be equal. You don't. Satan can give you house. He can make you a president, but he can't give you love. That's why sometimes you see people who are so wicked and you cannot understand. You see, they, they don't, there's no God in their life. You mean, wherever Satan is, there's hatred. All the worst, wherever Satan is the hatred, the more of him there, more of him there means more of his influence there, the more there's no love, the more you see wickedness, you see everything opposite love, the more you see lies, you see self, uh, selfishness. How can one man, one man who cannot pinpoint that this is my business, this is what I do, have money, money more than the country that he is a president? What kind of wickedness is that? Can you even spend that money? Hmm. You see, so love is God. Let's read the same First John hmm. chapter 4, verse 11 to 12. Now, I just want to show you that love is God. And love is what determines whether you are of God or you are not of God. Whether God is in you or God is not in you. Whether you are a son or a daughter of God or not. Because he said, those who are born of what? Mm, okay. God, isn't it? Yeah. Of love. Mm. 
But look at the same first John chapter 4, 11 to 12. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. First John 4, 11 to 12. Mm -hmm. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us, and we and his love is made complete in us. Amen. So listen. He said, listen, what shows that God lives in you is when you love one another. I didn't say it. So when we love one another, that shows that God lives what? So if you are not walking in love, it shows that God doesn't live in you. You see, salvation, listen all. Salvation is salvation. Maybe you are saved. When it means that when you die, you go to heaven. But is God living in you? Are you with God? Are you really of God? Because salvation, let's not forget, is the main and major thing. Why? Because only God, through Christ, can give you salvation. But apart from salvation, there are a lot of things of what? God, the joy of the God, uh, of God, the, the, the spirit of God, the power of God, the holiness of God, the righteousness of God. There's more. Amen. So the scripture we read right now, it says, we are to love one another. And he went on to say that no one has ever seen God. But if we love one another, God lives in us. Mm -hmm. And he said, but and our love is made complete. In, and God's love is made what? Complete in us. So God's love becomes complete in you when you begin to love. I didn't say it. It's there. But if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. Note, it said, but when we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete. So you want the love of God. You want the love of God. You want God to love you. You want to experience the love of God. It doesn't start by God loving you because he already loved. The Bible says, for God so loved the world. The Bible says, he first loved us. The Bible says, greater love has no man. So he has loved you. But if you start to walk in that love, that his love will be made complete in your life. So I tell people, he has provided. The provision is there. It's up to you to receive it and walk in it. It is one thing that the teacher will come and it's another thing that you will study. It is another thing to give you the book and it's another thing for you to read the book. I give you the book, it's been provided. It's up to you to read it. So you want the love of God, you must walk in love. And his love will make complete in you. But when you read the 20 to 21, it is alarming. Because the 20 to 21, the same first John chapter 4, 20 to 21, said, if you claim you love God, but you do not like love your brother, it says you are lying. It said, because if this God that you cannot see, you say you love him. And this your brother that you can see. You say you don't love him. Then you are lying. Let's read it. Hallelujah. First John 4, 20 to 21. Mm -hmm. Whoever claims, whoever claims to love God yet hates a brother or sister is a liar. For whoever does not love their brother or and sister, 
whom they have seen cannot love God whom they have not seen and he has given us this command anyone who loves God must also love their brother and sister amen amen did amen. I say it no he said anyone not anyone who claims he love God but love his brother I hate his brother I say it's a liar and he said because this God you haven't seen if you claim you love him and your brother that you don't see you love you are being a hypocrite and he said to if you love God you love your brother I mean there's no way you can love God and not love your brother it also means that to love God is to love that person that is why God will always make sure you see let me go a little bit deeper if you are really open with the Holy Spirit and you are frank with God God will be frank with you one time God said to me he said listen Every fool and every wicked person can say, I love God. So saying, I love God, he told me, saying, I love God means nothing. But love God. And how do you love God? There are so many ways. But if I begin to love one another, then truly I love God. So you really love God, God will always bring a human for you to love, to show that you love him. Oh, yes. You see, I always tell people, everything God, everything God on this earth, God has designed it and made it that it will be for humans, true humans, by humans. So to find God is to find a particular man, human, man of God. Yes. To serve God is to serve human beings. It's to serve under a, a, a man. Yeah. He has made it like that. Because every fool can say, I love God. It means that it is, if you call men are good at speaking, isn't it? Yeah. Everyone will say, I will die for God. I give, I give my all to God. It's, it takes nothing to say it. Wake me up in the morning. Say, let me say, I give my all. I'll say it without even thinking. It means nothing. But if you give your all to God, he will bring his work. And you will see if you can give your all to him, his work. And his work has always got to do with people and among people. So, this scripture is clear. It says, if the God, God that you do not see, you claim you love him, and your brother and sister that you see, you do not love them, you cannot love God. That was the word. Meaning it's impossible. I would like to read it. So, whoever claims to love God, yet hates a brother or sister, is a lie. It's a lie. You can't love God without loving a person. Yes. You cannot serve God without serving a person. Yes. You cannot sacrifice to God without sacrificing to a person. Oh, yeah. Everything God. Everything God. Everything God. So love is connected to God. Love is from God. This brotherly what? Love. And say, if anyone who loves God must also love their what? Brothers and what? Sisters. <laughs> Do you love God? You don't need to answer. It will show by if you love your brothers and sisters. You can't love the people you are in the same house with, the people you are in the same church with, the people you are in the same workplace with. Can you love outsiders to go and look for souls? You are a hypocrite. You are lying. Or then you are a fool. Because if I cannot love my children and love the neighbor's children, I'm a fool. Because my children are my first responsibility. They are the first people I'm supposed to love. Or I'm a hypocrite. So 
we are reading these scriptures to show you that love, this agape love, has got to do with God. So that's why it's a command. Let me show you a scripture. Luke chapter 6 verse 32. And the reason why I'm glad that God has bring this thing to us is because, listen, we are not even aware. Many Christians are not walking in love. We don't have love. Which we shouldn't, but I understand because, you see, in the world, when we are in the world, we don't have love. When we are in the world, selfishness, we think of each other. We cannot trust. But when you come to the church, when you come into Christ, you have to change your mind because in the church, we Christians, we love one another. We trust one another. So you must trust us and we must trust you. You must change. You must decide to trust. We do not think of only ourselves, our game. We think of all. So it is normal in the church, rather abnormal in the church. So we must change. We must change. That's why I'm glad that God has given us this word. We are not proud. It says love is not proud. When you, now in the church, when you call even people to come for you to pray to them, it's like, why are you calling me? Nonsense. In the church, what do we do in the church? What do we do in the church? Isn't it prayer? Didn't he say my house shall be called a house of prayer? No, I'm, 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 I don't know where this is coming from, but something has entered me. Listen, if we cannot pray in the church, if we cannot freely pray for people in the church, we are doomed. Because our own is doomed. But I'm saying all this to say it's a reflection of we don't love each other. Because you see, when we don't love each other, you become proud. And it is pride that causes people to behave in a certain way in the church. You are laying hands on people because their attitude. Because like, why are you laying hands on me? In the church, that's what we do. In the kingdom of Christ, in, in this Christian, in the kingdom of God, we lay hands. When we lay hands, power is transmitted. Preach. That's what we do. Healing takes place. Impartation takes place. Deliverance takes place. Quickening takes place. Because when we don't love, it quenches. Because love is of God. Please read the look for me. Mm -hmm. Luke 6, 32. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Luke chapter 6, verse 32. Mm -hmm. It says, if you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners who are good to you, even, even sorry, even sinners love those who love them. Amen. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. So, listen all. In fact, this is Jesus himself who said this. I always tell people, those who normally say the Old Testament, the New Testament is grace, they are lying. In fact, I believe many people, if we should preach only in the words of Jesus, they will be depressed. So Jesus said, if you love those who love you, it means nothing, which is true. Because he we will all love those who love us. The only thing is maybe we will hurt them. So to love those who love you means nothing. It means nothing. It means nothing. You've not, you've not, in fact, you've not exercised love. But Jesus said, even sinners <laughs> love those who love them. Yeah, all the politicians, they just love those who love them. So in other words, to show love, to show that you have love is to love 
those who are unlovable. Yeah, I didn't say it. It's there. Read it again. Add the text. Read it again. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Luke chapter 6, verse 32. Mm -hmm. If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who are good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do that. Amen. Amen. And look at the 27. Look at what Jesus said again in addition to it. The same Luke chapter 6, 27. Let's read the Luke chapter 6, verse 27. Hallelujah. Uh -huh. Luke 6, 27. Mm -hmm. But to you who are listening, to listening, I say, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Amen. So he said, love your enemies. Yeah. So, so this love is not because the person loves you. Mm -hmm. In other words, we are to love our what? The unlovable. Yeah. That's so he said, love your enemies. Many Christians cannot receive this. Mm -hmm. But now you should be able to receive it. Mm -hmm. He didn't say, become friends with your enemies. No. He didn't say that. He didn't say, share with your enemies. He didn't say, say yes to your enemies. He didn't say, follow your enemy. He said, be patient with your enemy. Mm -hmm. He said, do not desire evil for your enemy, because that is what love is. Yes. He said, don't boast to your enemies. That is what love is. He didn't say become their friends or give yourself to them. Mm -hmm. Please, are you getting it? Yes. But I say, give honor to your enemy, meaning give the respect that is due to them, to them. Even though it's your enemy, your boss is your boss. He didn't say become his friend because this is as simple as that. The person is rude. The person is proud. It doesn't mean you to become proud towards the person. You continue not to be proud. So to love the unlovable, Jesus said, that is what shows that what you love. And Jesus said, to love those who love you means nothing. Because there's no reason why not to love them. All things be equal anyway. And now, small thing. Small thing, that's all. You never speak to your sister, your brother in the church again. Hey, then what about the others? To really understand this and know that it's achievable is to, if you have a child, if you have children, compare it with your children. Look how they deal with you. Look how they pepper you. <laughs> Look how they make you worry. They dishonor you in a lot of ways, but you are still patient with them. Mm -hmm. You never boast to your children. No normal parent will be boast to your children. No normal parent is proud towards their children. Mm. That is love. That is love. Love protects. So yeah, he's your enemy, but protect him from the evil. This guy hates me. Okay, I don't hate him. He hates me. But this life, this thing that they are saying that he did, he mm -hmm. did not what? Do it. Or still, even though he hates me, he must have what? Mm -hmm. Justice. I must protect him. It doesn't mean he's my friend or I should be his friend. It doesn't mean I should go to the same house with him. No. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean I should agree with what he said. It doesn't mean I should give himself up for my enemy to hurt me. No. It doesn't mean I should go and die with him. Amen. Amen. But then it means... It means 
I must not allow him. Amen. I must not what? Record what? His wrongs. Meaning keep account of it. I'm not looking. Amen. It means that what? I must be kind what? Towards what? Him. And this is what love is. So the scriptures we just read shows us clearly that love is of God. What shows that you have God and God is in you is to love a person. How to love God is to love a person. And it's deeper than loving a person because it is even to love those who are unlovable. One of the reasons why many, note, listen please, many good marriages have collapsed. I mean good marriages have collapsed. Is that we don't realize we are to love the unlovable. <laughs> Other than many good marriages will not collapse. Those who have good marriages, it's not because everything about their partner is 100% they love. No. There are things they don't love, but you must love the unlovable. That's that is true. what shows you love. So true. So when people marry and small fighting, they are thinking of divorce. You are far from even this feely love to think of erotic love. Maybe, yeah. But it's not like you can cultivate this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Love, love. When you love someone, you stand with the person. Amen. Even to understand this, our love, eros relationship, erotic relationship, marriage relationship, will be far better even if we have only this. If we have only this. Look at 1 John 3 verse 10, please. Amen. So we read Luke chapter 32 verse Luke chapter 6 verse 32 that say if you love those who love you there's no what reward amen mm -hmm. but to love those who don't love you there is a reward that means you are loving amen and we read the 27 that even went on to say we are even to love our enemies if i'm to love my enemy how much more my family how much more my wife that we sleep on the same bed how much more my children that I gave birth to? How much more my siblings that I grew up with? How much more the people that I am in the same church with? How much more the people that I work with? How much more my neighbor if I'm to love my enemy? Amen. Amen. And note, it's a command. Last week we read the scriptures that we've been commanded. So this is not an option for we Christians. If you want to have God, God, we've read today that that is what determines the love of God in your love, life. And also that you know God or you don't know God. And also whether you are of God or you are not of God. Many, many people don't love. Please read it for us. First John. Mm -hmm. 3.10. Hallelujah. Amen. First John chapter 3 mm -hmm. verse 10. Mm -hmm. This is how we know who the children of God are and who the children of the devil are. Anyone who does not do what is right is not God's child, nor is anyone who does not love their brother and sister. Amen. Amen. Wow. wow. <laughs> I mentioned this earlier on, but we've now read the scripture. It said, to know who are the children of Satan yeah. and who are the children of God yeah. is one thing. And he said, you know, anyone who doesn't love his brother and his sister is not of God. Yeah. He's a child of Satan. And anyone who does not do what is what? 
right. But today our interest is in what? The love. You want to determine the one who is of Satan and the one who is of God? The Bible says, by what? Love. How, note how they love their brothers and sisters, brethren. Mm -hmm. Meaning how they love what? Others. Yeah. 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 Maybe you love me because I'm pleasant. It's good. But what about the other sister? Yes, she's not pleasant. But you are to love him. You are still to honor him. You are still to be kind. Yeah. Honor means respecting. Yeah. You don't agree with him. Love doesn't mean agreement. Agreement is not love. You don't agree with him, but still love him. Hey. Love is not agreement. He didn't say love agrees. No, no. I've saw this agreement. There's natural because even if I want to go to Brixton before I go to uh, Peckham, you want to go to Peckham before you go to Brixton. We are going together. We can we can argue. Oh no, love, love, love. that's all. You don't have to agree with her, or the father you disagree with her, or you don't like her style. It's true. Yeah, you don't like her style, but love her because probably she doesn't love your style too. And we can't have, all, we, we, all of us cannot have the same star. We can't. Even for the same star, we, all of us cannot have the same cut. You see? Because we are different. God made it like that. That's why when you, when you go to shop, they have different things. We have different body shapes. But love her. Love her. You don't like how he's flamboyant. Oh, you don't like it, so you will not be flamboyant. Cool, but love him. Because being flamboyant doesn't mean, mean evil. There's nothing wrong with it. The Bible says Solomon in, his, in all his what? Glory. Mm -hmm. Amen. The Bible says he made the high priest, God designed the high priest garment for him. And said, your, he said, your dress, your garment is for glory. So the high priest garment had Precious stones, diamonds, uh, 12 different kinds, big ones. So God knows diamonds. You know about all these rubies and things. He knows it. He knows gold. In fact, he created it. He put it under the earth. He knows all those things. His temple, didn't you see, was specific. Say, use gold for this. Use yeah. gold for that. Yeah. He knows it. He knows all those things. But still love him. They love him. Love him. Because, see, it determines whether you're of God or not. You see, the church, the church has been deceived. Now, when I say the church has been deceived, it doesn't mean the world has not been deceived. As for them, they are in deception already. You see, but because I'm speaking to the church, that's why I'm saying that, has been deceived. The things that really matters does not even come up. And the things that matters we are following, that shows why we don't see a certain level of power and change in the church. Amen. Amen. Follow love. Because love is God. It is when you walk in love, it is that is what shows that what? You love one what? Another. Please. It's not about what people do. It's about you. 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 It's about you. Like me. I know. One of the ways to show God that I love him, you see, is to preach to 
his people. Not only to preach to his people, but to feed his people. Meaning, I must have time and prepare the food specifically and give them. I know, to show Jesus that I have time for him and I love him, is to be patient with teaching. Anyone that comes to me as a man of God, the word is to teach on the phone one hour, 30 minutes, 45 minutes. Talk and talk. I'm not a fool. I know what I'm doing. I love God. And to show God I love him is to show that person. And it's not what you say. It's what you do. And it's not what you do. It is what you've been doing, meaning who you are. Because it's not like I, I've, I've done so that's it. No. Yeah. You brush your teeth yesterday. If you like today, don't brush your teeth and let's see. <laughs> if you can say, I brushed my teeth yesterday, so today if I don't brush, my breath must be the same. And let's see. And uh, let me show you that scripture before we move on. Amen. John chapter 21, 15 to 17. John chapter 21, 15 to 17. I believe this is a scripture we all know, but many don't get it. Or many, sorry, sorry, forgive me. Not like many don't get it. Many haven't seen it in the light of love. For amen. amen. John 21, 15 to 17. Mm -hmm. Amen. John 21, 15 to 17. Mm -hmm. When they had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he said, you know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my lambs. Again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He answered, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said, take care of my sheep. The third time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Amen. Amen. So Jesus said to him, he said, do you love me? Three times. Mm -hmm. Simon, uh, Peter said, I love you. And said, to show that you love me yes. is to feed. The sheep are the Christian, the people of mm -hmm. Christ. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Not to sing praises to me, but to feed them. That's why we meet people. If they ask a question, I don't mind meeting them for hours just to teach them because I really love him. And I know to love him is to love his, the sheep means his people. So you love Christ, you want to serve Christ, is to love the people, the stubborn people. <laughs> yeah, the Samway people. Of course, plus the nice ones. <laughs> You love Christ, you do everything to Christ, is to love them. You speak, they challenge you, they continue. That's love. Because love is what? Patient. Love is hopeful. You are hoping that the person will get it. The person will change. So you are patient. Many can't be patient these days. <laughs> and impatient, you can't love when you are not patient. You cannot. So the Bible in 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 22. 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 22. It says we are to have a genuine love for ourselves. And say we are to love one another deeply. Deeply. And note, this is all went on to say from a pure heart. Please read it for me. Amen. First mm -hmm. Peter 1 22. Mm -hmm. Now that you have purified yourself by obeying the truth, so that you have sincere love for each other, love one another deeply from the heart. 
Amen. Okay. So he said, you are to have a sincere love for one another. They have a genuine love for one another. And he also said, we are to love one another what? Deeply. And he said, our love must come from what? A pure heart. So this love I'm talking about must be a genuine love. No gimmicks. No manipulation. When you are that, we will know. No gimmicks, no manipulation, no intention. And he say this love must come from a pure heart. Not love that you are hopeful that will get in bed or you'll be able to be the center of my household or my life. No. Pure heart. Not love and say, sister, come on, give me a hug. And you're standing and you're thinking, yes, Pastor like touching people. You see, you see how your mind is. If pastor has an intention, do you think in public that's what you do? Amen. Pure hearts. Pure heart. And say, listen, this is why I say, I'm, I want to go deeper. Say, we are to love one another what? deeply. That's why I say, I want to go in love that I'll be able to tell a female that I love you. And the female understand, we all understand that I'm talking about Bradley Watts love that all those around me just know that ah pastor love like how it was said we read last week that see how jesus loved what lazarus i want to go deeper love each other deeply it means you can love shallow it means you can love with intent it means you can love with corrupt mind that's what it also means. But the Bible said that is no what? Love. Please, are we getting it? Let's read Romans 12 verse 10. Romans 12 verse 10. Romans 12 verse 10. So this pure love, this deep love, that my patience for you must be deeper. My trust in you must be deeper. It's not easy, but with God it's possible. Yeah. yeah. If you understand love, you will not forced to belong to many people because you realize it's difficult to love. Yeah. And if you understand love and you find love, you will appreciate it. Yeah. Please read it. Amen. Mm -hmm. Romans chapter 12, verse 10. Mm -hmm. It says, uh, sorry, be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. Amen. So he said, we are to be devoted to one another. In love. Note, in love. Mm -hmm. So love among us as a church is not one way. Mm -hmm. That is why initially I said, don't think about others. You think about yourself. So we are not only supposed to love deeply we are not only supposed to love genuinely we are not only supposed to love from a pure heart but we are also supposed to be devoted in our love devoted means committed in our love for one another towards one another it is important it is important because love is what god and love 
is of God and we've been commanded to love one another. In fact, the same Romans chapter 12, uh, 13 verse 8 <laughs> say we owe each other love. Why would the Bible say we owe each other love? Because it is a command. Please read it for us. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 13 verse 8. Romans 13 verse 8. Mm -hmm. Let no debt remain outstanding except the continuing debt to love one another. For whoever loves others has fulfilled the law. Amen. Amen. So it said, except the continuing what? Debt to love one another. So it means that it's forever yes. continuing, ongoing. I owe you love. And you owe me love. Yeah. I owe you love, and you owe me love. And this old love that I owe you, I can never finish what? Paying it. Because it's continuously. So when you call me as a pastor, you are not disturbing me. I owe you that. When you are talking to me as a pastor, you say, I must be patient. I owe you that. <laughs> that is why when we are playing certain gimmicks in the church. Oh, is it all right to call you? Oh, what is that? It shows we don't have love. Your friends, do you ask, is it all right for me to call? Oh, except you have any negative intention, that one you are testing the waters. Please, are you getting it? We are, we are adults. If there's evil, you see it. And especially with the Holy Spirit, you will know. You will know. So we owe each other what? Love continuously. You see, the Bible says in the last day, because of wickedness, many love will grow what? Cold. So I know, and God knows, that's why it's in the Bible, that wickedness, how wicked people and stuff are, it will be difficult what? To love. And many people, their love will grow cold. You see? But still, it doesn't mean do not what? Love. But it means that understand this. And whoever is in your circle, love them. And allow people to be. Don't try to fit in and things. But just be. Because love doesn't mean join them. But love means in your power. Towards them. With them. About them. In connection to them. You will trust. You will be patient. You will protect. Amen. You will, you, you will rejoice in the truth. You wouldn't like the evil. You, you will not dishonor, but you will honor, respect. That is the love. Amen. And if you begin to give people love, you will expect that love. And you realize that when that love is not coming, it's of evil. So you cut it. But you don't hate. Love doesn't mean, did not say do not what? Cut. In the Bible, we are supposed to. The Bible says, even if your eyes will prevent you from entering, approach it. Amen. In fact, let me read that scripture because I have mentioned it. Amen. Amen. Let's open our Bibles, please. Amen. Matthew chapter 24, verse 12. Amen. I want to show how to love. It's very simple, but I'll show you. Amen. Mm. Amen. Mm -hmm. Matthew 24, verse 12. Mm -hmm. Because of 
of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold. Amen. So it says, the love of many what will grow what cold. Yeah. Not because of what? Wickedness. But we know love does not rejoice in what? Evil, evil and yeah. protect. So also part of love is not to allow wickedness. So I'm, we read this to show that God knows that by yes to you are to walk in what? Love. Amen. Amen. To love one another. Meaning people connected to you, people around you, people you come into contact with, even your enemies. He didn't say become their friends. But don't hate them and love them. Not like just don't hate them and be, but love them. Now that you understand love, I believe, you know, it is achievable. Yes. And it is easy. Yeah. You see? <laughs> Philippians chapter 1 verse 9. I'm showing you certain things about love. Amen. Mm. So Philippians chapter 1 verse 9. Philippians chapter 1 verse 9. Hallelujah. Amen. Philippians 1 verse 9. Mm -hmm. And this is my prayer, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight. Amen. So, the fact that God said we should love, 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 God is saying by his word, that it doesn't mean we should just be ignorant. So he said he prayed that our love would abound more and more in knowledge and what? Insight. So meaning, this love we are to love, we must do it with what? Knowledge and what? Insight. Insight means deeper understanding because they are manipulators. They are wicked people. So this love must abound in knowledge and what? Insight, meaning to love, to be patient, to trust. You must do it with what? knowledge and insight understanding not in ignorance not in foolishness get it how do you love a criminal but as admitting that he's a criminal but you must know that the criminal when he come to your house he will still because he's a criminal criminals are thieves but love him by what Doing good to him, maybe food, give him the food. This is an example. You don't necessarily need to bring him what? Into what? Your house. The essence of bringing him to your house was to give him what? Food. But if you know the person is a criminal, it's more like wherever he's seen your house, he'll be what? Tempted. So love must abound in what? Knowledge and what? Insight. Because you love, you are walking in love. But what about the other person that you are loving? So that is where the insight and knowledge what come in. Insight, what is done, what is not done, irrespective of who you are. Boundaries. Courtesy. Ethics. That is insight, knowledge, experience, what has happened. How they think. Because not if you are working in love, you are not a typical thinker and person of this world. Majority are out of love. 
So this love, love, is to be done with what? Is to abound, walk in with what? Insight and knowledge, not in stupidity and ignorance. The Bible has said it. It doesn't mean allow yourself to be destroyed. It doesn't mean so. Because you laugh and you are loving the person. What about the other person? Amen. Because there are people that are manipulators. There are people that no matter how you love them, ask for them, they will love you. Love them, but don't give yourself to them. To love does not mean give yourself to the person. To love does not mean make, don't take a decision that will benefit you and protect you because you have to love yourself and love one another. So it comes with what? Insight and what? Knowledge. We love in insight and what? Knowledge. That is why the Bible took time to tell you what love is, to give you that knowledge. That's why the scriptures has put in all what? This what? Down. In fact, matter of fact, when you love because of love, many a times you will say no. Because you know if you say yes, you can't come. You cannot belong. You cannot support. So you say yes. And you say no. Because you love, you are protecting yourself and you are protecting the other person. Amen. Amen. And you, you don't want to lie to the other person. Because love does not what? Like what? delight in what? Wrongs, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, rejoices with the truth, meaning does not like what? Lies. And you tell the person the truth. So note, it has to be abound. So this deep love, because we are to love deeply, this love out of what? Pure what? Heart. This genuine love we are to have for one another must be abounded, meaning in flow in what? knowledge and what insight not out of ignorance and foolishness and stupidity please note that amen, amen. now i want to show you a scripture amen amen now the, how do you love how do you love how do you love how do you love how to love how to love it is very simple. It is very simple. It is very simple. How do you love? The easier way to love yourself and to walk in love and to love to walk in love is to love one another. Amen. Amen. And to love one another is to love what? God. And to love God by loving one another means the love of God becomes perfect in your life you begin to experience it what is the easiest way the easiest way is this do everything the bible say do yeah believe me believe me see do everything the bible say do everything the bible say we should do or we shouldn't do is by doing what he say we should do, we will love one another. By not doing what he say we shouldn't do, we will love one another. Everything the Bible says we should do, 
in a certain sense, God doesn't benefit from it. We benefit from it. You see? I cannot be patient with God. God doesn't need my patience. But when I become patient, it will be towards a person. I cannot do God evil. So when I do not do evil, it's towards what? A person. Please, are we getting it? When you bring tithes, offering, it is for God. But reality, it is me and you, people, that benefit from the tithe and offering. God, the tithe provides provision for the house of God, the work of God for people. He, God does not come and sit down and cross his hands. When we have a nice, warm, beautiful church service, a church building, and you come in, isn't it your church? Yeah. When you have your dedication there, or your wedding, and you invite people and they come, isn't it your church? Yes. When you stand to sing, or to preach, or to behind the, uh, what is it called? The mixer, isn't it your church that you are working? Yeah. Doesn't it befit you? Doesn't it bring you honor? Yes. So everything in the Bible we do is God. When you do it, you easily walk in love. This is how simple it is. Let me show it to you. Let me show it to you. The first scripture I want us to read is Mark chapter 12, 28 to 31. Mark chapter 12, 28 to 31. Hallelujah. Mark chapter 12, 28 to 31. Mm -hmm. Mark 12, 28 to 31. Mm -hmm. One of the teachers of law came and heard them debating. Noticing that Jesus had given them a good answer, he asked him, of all the commandments, which is the most important? The most important one, answered Jesus, is this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. The second is this. Love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. Amen. So, they asked Jesus. They said, Jesus, you say you are the teacher. <laughs> hey, you are the teacher. Okay. If you are the teacher, the Bible has thousands of commandments. Which one is the greatest? And Jesus answered, Say, the greatest is to love the Lord, your God, your God, the Lord says, Your God, Elohim, Shalom, Adonai, God of Abraham, God of Isaac, God of Jacob. Say, You are to love Him. But we've already re read that to love God is to love what? Man, isn't it? And he said the second greatest, note, he said the second greatest is like the mm. first one, mm. which is also to love your neighbor yes, as yes, yourself. Mm -hmm. So in other words, Jesus was saying the greatest commandment, the first greatest commandment is to love God. Mm -hmm. In other words, to love God is to love man. And the second is to love a man as yourself. Ask yourself. Amen. Amen. And where do we have the commands of God? So Jesus was saying that when you read the Bible, the greatest of the commandment is to love one 
another. Ask yourself. I want to show you how to love. But look at Romans chapter 13, verse 10. Romans <laughs> chapter 13, verse 10. So note, Jesus said there's no greater commandment than what? To love your neighbor as what? Yourself. So that tells you that love is the greatest. Mm -hmm. We've seen that already anyway. Mm -hmm. Romans chapter 13, mm -hmm. verse 10. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Romans 13, 10. Mm -hmm. Love does not harm a neighbor. Mm -hmm. Love does no harm to a neighbor, sorry. Therefore, love is the fulfillment of the law. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So, we read a scripture that Jesus says, the greatest commandment is to love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. And the Romans read says, love is the fulfillment of the law. The yeah. law stands for the yeah. word of God. Yeah. Meaning, fulfillment of the law, the word of God. Meaning, once you fulfill the word of God, you are walking love. Or to love is to fulfill. Fulfill means obey, do. You see, the word of God is the word of God. Whether you like it or not, it is the word of God. Mm -hmm. But as you start doing it, meaning you begin to fulfill mm -hmm. it. And it says to fulfill this word of God, to obey this word of God is love. Or love is obeying this word of God. Meaning everything written in this word of God, if you do it, the ones that say do it, you will walk in love. If you don't do it, the ones say don't do it, you will walk in love. And listen, Galatians chapter 5 verse 14 is clearer. Amen. Amen. Please, I'm teaching you how to Amen. walk in love. Amen. Many don't get it. So, we read a scripture that says, To love thy neighbor as yourself is the greatest what? Commandment. And we've just read a scripture that says, Obeying the word of God is what? Walking in what? Love. Or to walk in love or to love is to obey the word of God. Note, you cannot love if you do not have love. So it says, love thy neighbor as what? Yourself. Yourself. Mm -hmm. Please read it for me. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Galatians 5.14. Mm -hmm. For the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. Amen. Amen. So... Galatians said the same thing, bridge what we read yeah. in Romans and what? Uh, what we read in Romans that Jesus, uh, sorry, Romans and Mark together. So he said the entire law, yeah. meaning the summary of the Bible is this. Love your neighbor as yourself. So this summary of the Bible, all the Bible is teaching us. The summary, if you are to summarize the Bible, is the, or everything it means love your neighbor as yourself. Amen. I didn't say it. It's there. It says, the entire Lord is fulfilled in what? A single what? Degree. Love your neighbor as yourself. That's what we read earlier when Jesus said it. So how do you walk in love? So simply have this mindset. Do unto others what you would like them to do unto you. So the first thing is to what? Obey the word. First John chapter 5 verse 2 to 3. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. First John, please. Mm -hmm. Please, are we getting me? Yeah. 
First John chapter 5, 2 to 3. First John 5, 2 to mm. 3. This is how we know that we love the children of God, by loving God and carrying out his commands. In fact, this is this love for God, to, um, this is love for God to keep his commands, and his commands are not burdensome. Amen. Should I read on? No. Okay. Amen. Amen. So he says, he says, to love God, to love God is to what? Keep his command, to obey his command. And the greatest commandment is to love what? God with all your heart. And we've read that to love God is to love a human being. And he said to love God, which is to love a human being, is to keep what? His commandment. If you truly obey all the commandments, you will walk in love. Amen. You will not only walk in love, because remember I said we are to love deeply. Yes. You will walk in a deeper love. Mm -hmm. And you walk in a perfect love. Yeah, there's a perfect love. Because the reason why many of us we struggle with love or in our quest to love, we face challenges because our love is not perfect. If your love is perfect, the Bible says perfect love casts out fear. There's no fear in perfect love. Amen. But this is to show us that is the easier way to walk in love is to obey, note, note all the scriptures. Because I said the summary of the word of God is to love thy neighbor as thyself. When you begin to pick some, choose and do some and not do some, you see, selfishness has already what? Started. You do what pleases you, what goes with you. Yeah, I didn't say it's there. There's no other way. Because love is of God. And love is God. And in fact, where is God? This is God. Please, are we getting it? Yes. So to love God, the easy way is decide that you obey this word. Everything I do is because of the word. Everything I don't do is because of the word. And the more I do, the more I realize I walk in love. The more I realize, I love. It, it, it's that easy. The mindset you must have is Luke chapter 6, verse 31, in regarding love. Luke chapter 6, verse 31. Luke chapter 6, verse 31. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 6, verse 31. Do to others as you would have them do to you. Amen. So do to others as you will have them do to you. Love one another. So note, you, when it comes to love, do to others as you have them do to you. Don't do to them as they are doing to you. Meaning if they are not loving you, doesn't mean don't also what? Love them. But you, if you were in their position, would you like to receive justice? Yes, then give them justice. Then support that they have justice. If it was you in that position, would you like? Many Christians don't think of their pastors as human beings. Many Christians, when you listen to us, like they think they deserve AMV, but their pastor deserves CND. And many pastors also don't think of their members as they are human beings. They think they deserve better than what their members. But I say, do unto others as you would like them do unto you. 
Note, not as they are doing to you. Meaning, as for them, their cases is their own case. But it always remember it always about you because on that day you will stand before the judgment seat. On that day you will experience even on this earth the consequences of what your actions. You will report your what sowing. So it, it is up to you. It is about you. Do unto others. Do unto others. If it were you, would you like to be invited to the party? Then invite him or her. Yeah, if you were in this his in place, everything. And obey this word. I emphasize, even if it's difficult, you must obey it. Human beings, it only becomes difficult because in the natural, it looks like they are losing it doesn't serve what their interest, even though it will serve others what interest. So I love you. I love you, brother. I love you, sister. And I'm not just saying it with words because Love is something when you just say it, it was people know. They don't even want to hear that word. But I love you. If I've offended you, forgive me. It is a new year. If I've judged you, whether I know it or not, forgive me. I'm not a sinner. I'm not a sinner because I'm not walking in sin. But there's no one who does not what? Sin. I'm not a sinner because even this morning, having what? thought of any sin. Yesterday, the whole day, I didn't, I was at home. I walked out just a few minutes and I came. But it doesn't mean I haven't sinned technically. So if I've wronged you, forgive me. I'm not perfect. But I'm trying to walk in perfection. I'm trying to grow in perfection. I'm trying that what, if you were able to tolerate me last year, this year you tolerate me better. Because my whole idea is to be better than I was. But if I've wronged you, forgive me. If you think I haven't dealt well with you, forgive me. If you think I've said the wrong word, forgive me, I beg you. If you think I haven't loved you, forgive me. If you think I've been harsh, forgive me. Whatever evil you think I've done you, forgive me, I beg you. Forgive me because only one thing, I might get it wrong. I might mistake it but believe me in my heart it is the love of god that compels me it is the love of god even if i get it wrong even if i miss it believe me in my small mind i thought it was love so forgive me because you see love compels people love will not make you to be quiet Love will make you to even fear that one will be taken advantage of because love protects. If I've crossed lines, forgive me. I'm also a man. You see, a man of God, there's man before what? God. God never took away the man. He didn't make man God. He made man, me, a man of God. So the man is always what? There. Of course, as a man of God, I must be better. I must be a role model. But I will be better. But all I'm saying is forgive me if I've wronged you. If I've sinned against you, forgive me. If you think I haven't loved you, forgive me. But I love you. I love you. My last scripture, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 14. Amen. And this scripture is, of course, is the word of God. But this is from me to you. And in this new year, 
if I should wrong you, knowing or unknowing, willing or unwilling, believe me, it's because of this scripture. I'm not saying this scripture is making me wrong you, but it's like the root might be, or is this scripture. Read it for me, Second Corinthians chapter 15, verse 14. Hallelujah. Amen. Second Corinthians 15, verse 14. Mm -hmm. For Christ's love compels us, because we are convinced that one died for all, and therefore all died. Hallelujah. So it said, for Christ's love, what? Compels, compels us. Yes. As a pastor, it is the love of Christ that compels me. The love of Christ, if you love me, feed my sheep. That compels me. Compels me, force, not force. Okay, another word is force. Amen. Move me to keep speaking, to keep repeating myself. It compels me, believe me, out of love. But in, as I'm being compelled by the love of Christ to speak, to speak, to speak, to speak, to speak. If I hurt you, forgive me, but believe me. It is the love of Christ. You've heard the word of God. You know what this word means. You understand this word. Lift up your voice and begin to pray regarding this word. And among other things, ask for love. Ask that you'll be able to abound in love. Abound in, when it comes to love, abound in knowledge and insight. Pray among other prayers that you'll be able to love deeply that you would love from a pure heart, amen, that you have a genuine love, that you will be able to love one another, that you will be able to walk in love by obeying the word of God. That you be able to do unto others as you would like them to do unto you if you were in that case. In the name of Jesus. I cannot finish the subject of love without reminding you of the love Christ has for you. John chapter 15. John chapter 15. John chapter 15. Verse 12. Amen. Amen. To 13. It's the 13 that I want. Amen. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. John 15, yes. verse 12 to 13. Yes. My command is this. Mm. Love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this. To lay down one's life for one's friend. Amen. Amen. Greater love has no one than this to lay one's life. Mm -hmm. So Jesus love you. Amen. Believe it. Amen. The love great Jesus has for you is greater love. We cannot even have that greater love. We are just to, are to love one another deeper. But he has a greater love for yeah. you. Yeah. So you must trust him. You must believe that he loves you. And whatever he's telling you by his word, it's for because he loves you. Mm -hmm. Not because he needs anything from you. Mm -hmm. 
or because he want to what? destroy you. But greater love he has for you. And the proof is that he lay his life. Amen. For you. For your sake. God Almighty came on earth, became a nobody, was spat on, belonged to a poor family, was despised because of you. And all was done out of what? Love for you. Believe it. Believe it. Not only should you believe it, but accept it. And you will experience his love. And as you love, may love bring you joy. Amen. May your world flourish. Amen. May all the browns of your life turn into greens. <laughs> in the name of Jesus. Amen. We believe you have been blessed by the teachings of God's word. For audio CDs, videos, books, and other information, please visit our website on www.devotionallightchurch.com. God bless you.